BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits and I'm bringing it to you real and unfiltered. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I don't know if it was my guest's energy or her work or just how it all aligned with where I am in my life right now, but this is definitely one of my favorite episodes that I can remember recording recently, definitely in the last few months. I'm talking to Roxy Nafusi. So she is a self-development coach, manifesting expert, author, ambassador for the Mental Health Foundation and Instagram Agony Aunt. Her commitment to transforming the lives of people who suffer with emotional and mental health issues and helping them to fulfill their potential has seen her become a well-known figure in the wellness world. She has hosted self-love and motivational workshops and events for major brands, as well as being a regular speaker on wellness and mental health panels, both in and outside the UK. She's written regularly for major publications, including Marie Claire, Female First, Evening Standard, E! Online, just to name a few. She talks about how she turned her life around after years of living a hedonistic lifestyle in her 20s, fueled by partying and poor self-care. She found herself at rock bottom, suffered from depression off and on for six years, and she decided to open up about her issues. And then she began an inward journey to happiness. She created a mental health toolbox to help her recover from these issues and immediately felt like it was her purpose to help as many people as she could to implement a toolbox of their own. She used manifestation and visualization, which we talk a lot about in this episode. We talk about our similar pasts with partying and self-destructive behavior. We talk about the law of attraction, relationships, and overcoming rejection and how to use these manifestation and visualization practices to overcome rejection. We talk about gratitude and how it allows you to operate on a higher vibrational frequency. We also dispel manifestation myths and so much more. Roxy also is a best-selling author. She has a book called Manifest, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. I have this book and I read it and it's incredible. It is short, it is succinct, but it is packed with so much valuable information that you can apply to your life and tools and practices that you can incorporate that really make a big difference. I have been using some of the things that we talked about and some of the things from her book, and I've found it to be really helpful in my own life and my own situations that I've been going through. So I hope you enjoy the episode with Roxy and you can also check show notes so that you guys can get her book. Again, highly recommend it. I think it's helpful for anybody. So enjoy. Welcome, Roxy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to talk to you. I was reading your book this morning and I was listening to you on some other podcasts as well. And I feel like we have so much in common actually with like our addiction past and just kind of the trajectory after that. So I'd love to get Mm -hmm. into all of that. But to start, can you just kind of tell the listeners 
who you are and what you do. Yes. So my name is Roxy Nafusi and I'm a self-development coach and manifesting expert from London. And yeah, my book, Manifest Seven Steps Living Your Best Life is going to be out in the US on the 17th of October. And I'm so excited to bring it over there. I'm really excited for everybody to be able to get their hands on it. I feel like manifesting is kind of having this like big surge in popularity. I think a lot of it probably has to do with TikTok. I don't know if you see it on TikTok all the time, but my whole For You page is like manifesting. And (laughs) I think it's great. And I think there's also a lot of kind of misconceptions around manifestation and what it is and what it is not. So I'd love to get into all of that. But if you don't mind sharing about like, kind of where your life was before you started learning about manifesting and practicing it in your own life. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I really, you know, I'm 32 now. And up until I was 27, 28, I would safely say that I really never knew what it was like to be happy. I didn't grow up kind of happy as a child. I had a quite a, a very emotionally unstable environment that I grew up in and that led to I suppose the addiction I often talk about my addiction but don't talk much about my childhood but I guess nobody becomes an addict from nowhere there's a pain that you're trying to run from there's a hole or a void that you're trying to fill and for me I found cocaine and alcohol and that really kind of spiraled my depression, anxiety, chronic self-loathing. And I had no career, no motivation. I don't, I could honestly say that from the ages of 23 to 27, I don't even know what I was really doing with my life. Like it was just a blur that whole time of, (laughs) and I'm sure, you know, I don't know about your story yet, but you, you mentioned that you've battle with addiction as well and those countless nights of just staring at the ceiling and it's like it's like trauma it really is it's a traumatic experience addiction and after kind of many rock bottoms because there are always many there are always many times you feel like I can't get any lower and then you try to kind of climb your way out and then you hit it again after one of them I went to a friend and I said like, I just don't know what to do. I feel so helpless. I'm 27 now. And I just feel my life is never going to get better. And I'm never going to know what it's like to be happy. And she said, oh, you know, listen to this podcast or something called Manifesting. I was just listening to it. And my friend, Sophia, she's very, she's like an ethereal goddess, but she's very into mystics and kind of, I would say, out there ideas. And so I thought that that was maybe what manifesting was about. I thought it was this like woo-woo thing. And when I started listening to this podcast, I realized very quickly that I had got it so wrong and that manifesting was really all about self-worth. And so I went home and I started researching everything I could on manifesting. And two weeks later, a guy called Wade messaged me on a dating app called Raya on the 7th of June and a year to the day on the 7th of June 2019 our baby boy Wolf was born and of course my life since then has been you know well my my career has I would say skyrocketed and everything in my life is completely different to how it was four years ago and I truly have manifesting to thank for that I, it's a it's a practice that I live and breathe and I think it's so important for me what's so important is to actually debunk these misconceptions that are on TikTok and wherever <laughs> else <laughs> You know, I love to travel and I have quite a collection of luggage from all of the brands that you're probably familiar with, but I have to say my absolute favorite is from Away. Away makes suitcases, bags, and other travel accessories designed to make moving through the world a lot more seamless, which is a good thing because travel makes us better people. It gives us different perspectives. So no matter where you're going, you can rely on Away's range of travel products to solve real travel problems and get you out there. 
So Away's products are made in a range of different materials like polycarbonate and aluminum. I love the aluminum so much. It's so classic. They come in a variety of colors and sizes. So whatever you're packing and wherever you're going, Away has luggage that will help make your next trip more seamless. My favorite thing about Away's products are that every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in. This is like the critical thing in my life because I'm such an overpacker and I'm terrible at getting it all in. This compression pad makes such a big difference. And it's so nice to have that organization system built in so that you don't have to buy other accessories necessarily. It also comes with a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes. It has four 360 degree spinner wheels guaranteed for the smoothest roll, even through the most hectic of airports and stations. It also has a TSA approved combination lock that keeps all your belongings safe. And with a sleeve that slides over your suitcase, Away suitcases and bags work seamlessly together and move as one. Away offers free shipping and returns on any non-personalized order within the contiguous US, Canada, and the UK. Plus, this is amazing. There's a 100-day free trial on everything Away makes. So you can take the product out on the road, live with it, travel with it, even get lost with it for a 100 days. And if you decide it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. No ifs, ands, or asterisks. So start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases and bags at awaytravel.com slash blonde. Again, that's awaytravel.com slash blonde. Hi, I'm Allie Colbert. I'm bisexual, so I'm attracted to both women and food. I'm a stand-up comedian, and I host The Ali Colbert Show, where we talk all things dating, sexuality, pop culture, television advice, everything queer. We are the anti-basic podcast. We do amazing interviews with my friends who are hilarious stand-up comedians and have on interesting authors, writers, and actors. So if you want to laugh, listen to steamy stories, or learn some new dating tricks, this is for you. Listen in wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, or wherever else. Yeah, I can relate so much. I got sober at 28 as well. I'm a little older than you. So it was like eight and a half years ago. Now I'm giving away my age. But I think it's important that you kind of touched on that void because I think that so many people think it's just kind of like a moral failing and, you know, you're just partying or whatever. But for me, like, I I also always say that I didn't realize how uncomfortable I was until I found alcohol and I felt comfortable for the first time. I'll never forget the first drink that I had because it was like, whoa, you know, just this feeling washed over me. And I was also alcohol, cocaine, Adderall, Xanax. Those were like my four things. So I can relate a lot to just the nights and the birds <laughs> starting to chirp in the morning. Like oh. there's it still gives me it is trauma. I still oh, get yeah. anxiety just thinking about that feeling and that emptiness. And I think a big piece of it really is a lack of self-worth, like you said. And so it's interesting that like with manifestation, it's all about your self-worth and believing that you are worthy, right? So I would love to hear like kind of the steps that you took, but maybe let's kind of rewind a little bit and you can tell people like what manifestation is, what it is not. Yeah. So manifesting is the ability to use the power of your mind to change and create the reality you experience. And I think that for a lot of people who have heard of manifesting, they definitely associate it with visualization. So that most people will think, okay, I'll just think about what I want a lot and then I will attract it into my life. But manifesting is actually it's a self-development practice because at its core, it's about healing yourself, healing your limiting beliefs, healing your wounds and understanding that you are worthy of having things that you desire. Because at the very first step, most people aren't even willing to even admit what they want to themselves because they think it's so far out of reach or they just don't think they're worthy of it or that it's not possible for them. But then not only is it about healing this and, and why say is, you know, my second step of my seven steps is remove fear and doubt. But not only is it about 
that healing journey back to ourselves and to towards believing that we're worthy of having things. It's then about being proactive. It's about aligning your behavior. It's about behaving as your future self would. It's about taking risks, stepping outside of your comfort zone. And it's also equally about having gratitude for all that you already have. I mean, it's such a full practice Mm -hmm. and there's so much to it and it can help you and it can help literally anyone to improve their lives and to improve their well-being and to feel better and to live better. But only when you understand that visualizing what you want is only the very first step. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the removing fear and doubt. Can you kind of like touch on that? Because I think so many people like fear and doubt are what stop us from mm-hmm. realizing all our full potential. Yeah, of course. And and also, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing that with me and to the people listening and being so vulnerable with that. I think that what can be especially hard when we're manifesting and it's to do with a partner is that the fear of rejection is so crippling (laughs) and that kind of overpowers everything. And so it'd be quite, it would be a lot easier if let's say you were trying to manifest a house. Okay. And you were saying, Oh my God, I don't know if the, mortgage is going to go through. And I know I just need to trust and surrender. Mm -hmm. And that I could probably say, look, the right house is going to come and you've just got to and talk to you about that. But when it comes to relationships, there's such a deeper layer to it because rejection is almost the most terrifying thing that we can experience as humans because it speaks directly to our self-worth, to our ego, to our identity, to how we feel about ourselves. And so I think that on the first step of it all is to really understand that what the fear is, is, a, is around being rejected is and, and identifying with that feeling of rejection and becoming comfortable with that, because it's not actually about this particular, I would say, It's not always about the particular person, Mm -hmm. but about the fear of feeling rejected. And so if you can understand, okay, how do I get comfortable with rejection? How can I understand that rejection is not a personal attack on me? It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. It means that there simply wasn't the right fit. Mm -hmm. And so even just starting to use the word and becoming comfortable with it and talking about it and exploring how it makes you feel and how you can start to feel okay with it. You know, once we can become okay with rejection and not being chosen, then we free ourselves, we liberate ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, in your logical mind, I'm sure a part of you already knows that whatever decision is made is the right decision because you want someone to want you. Mm -hmm. to want to be with you, to want to love you, to want to respect you. Mm -hmm. And whether it's this person or somebody else, at the end of the day, that's what you're looking for, is that unconditional love and respect. Mm -hmm. And I think that another element of the endings of relationships coincides with getting comfortable with letting go and not seeing it as a failure. So we can associate, you know, if we have anything in our lives that we realize or recognize is no longer serving us in the ways that it was and that actually maybe our future is going to unfold differently. We have to understand that saying this is no longer right for me is not a symbol of failure because there's such a fear of what will other people think? Will other people think, oh, she's failed at her marriage. She's failed at her job. She failed at that business she started. But if you can change letting go to be not a failure, but a power move, we also are so much more adapt to handle it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have the evidence in my life that the the hardest things that I've gone through have turned into my assets, as I'm sure you do, like going through addiction and overcoming that. Like I always thought that getting sober would be the worst freaking thing that would ever Mm -hmm. happen to me. (laughs) I would never tell anybody like, you know, and it's the foundation that my life is built upon and it's like my Mm -hmm. greatest asset. And so I try to have that 
mindset when it comes to something like, you know, a relationship not working out or something going through like real emotional pain. It's just so much harder when you're in it to have that perspective like, oh, no, this is like working for me, not not happening to me. It's happening for me kind of thing. Definitely. I really like this exercise. I encourage people to do it actually. It's in my next book, but I encourage people to write down a list of all the times in their life where they felt that things had gone like catastrophically wrong, where they'd gone on like it was so hard and then write down in what ways that ended up being the best thing that could have happened because we all have a long list and sometimes just sitting down and journaling about it and writing it down just serves as such a reminder to you to feel like you're safe and everything is going to be okay and it can provide that comfort in that time. Mm-hmm. I know I can be pretty vague about what's going on in my personal life. I tend to be really private and you guys know I had a challenging summer and everything is really good right now, but I did go through kind of an emotional roller coaster in the past couple of months and all I can say is thank God I have rituals and thank God I have certain products that really help to support my mind, my body, and my nervous system. And some of those products are from Ned. So Ned offers science-backed nature-based solutions that are basically an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. Ned products are chock full of premium CBD and a full spectrum of active cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes. Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. Their CBD is cold extracted from the world's purest USDA-certified organic hemp in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. And I just love their products so much. This is really the only CBD company that I trust. They share third-party lab reports on their site, who farms their products and their extraction process. So you know exactly what you're getting and their products are just so effective. So I love their de-stress blend whenever I'm feeling really anxious, but I have to say the combo of the sleep oil and the magnesium is incredible. So the sleep oil is so helpful to just help me fall asleep and stay asleep without feeling groggy the next day. And the magnesium is like a total non-negotiable in my routine. It's a powerful daily magnesium supplement with amino acids and trace minerals that help to propel memory, mood, brain function, stress response, nerve and muscle health and sleep. And 75% of American adults are deficient in magnesium. So this is a mineral that's essential to hundreds of functions in the body. And I've noticed so many benefits since I incorporated this into my routine probably a year and a half ago. I can't remember exactly, but I take it every night. I just mix it with a little bit of water and I take that with my sleep oil and I get an incredible night of sleep, which is the foundation for the rest of my life. So I highly recommend checking them out. You can become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with the code blonde. Just go to helloned.com slash blonde or enter the code blonde at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash blonde to get 15% off. Thank you so much to Ned for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. Fall is finally here, my favorite season. And I don't know about you, but I have so many things coming up on my calendar. I have concerts, parties, date nights, I have a couple of weekends away. You get the idea. And part of the fun of having all these plans is putting together incredible outfits. But as I'm sure you are well aware of, fall fashion can be expensive. You want that gorgeous outerwear, those gorgeous sweaters, but they can be very pricey. So this is where Newly comes in. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $88 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. So you can choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. Everything from going out looks to premium denim to cozy sweaters, plus one of a kind vintage pieces. It's totally up to you. 
You get access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands. They stock styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus sizes up to 5X and maternity. You get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility so you don't have to worry about doing laundry. And you also get the option to buy what you love at a discount, sometimes up to 70% off. So you can do fall fashion in a big way without feeling like you're breaking the bank or feeling that fast fashion ick. Then you can let Newly worry about where it gets stored when the seasons change again in a few months. You also save so much. So renting through Newly means getting to wear more, sometimes thousands of dollars worth of clothing while spending way less. So it's a win-win for your closet and your checking accounts. It's flexible. There are no fees, no late fees, no damage fees or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. It's also sustainable. Newly lets you love fashion in a way that's kinder to the planet. It's fun. Newly is designed to give you everything you need to get inspired, get creative, and explore your style. And as I mentioned before, they have great options for maternity and post maternity. So, Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BLONDE20. Just go to newly.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code BLONDE20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's newly.com, newly with two U's, N-U-U-L-Y.com. And the code is BLONDE20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Yeah, I heard on another podcast that there have actually been like studies done in psychology where, you know, they ask people what the thing is that they're most afraid of happening. And then those things happen. And it's like not at all what they imagined it would be. It's not nearly as bad. Not to say that they're not challenging things and painful. Mm -hmm. I had a therapist on my show maybe a year ago and she said like, we fear these things in the future so bad and they're so crippling, like you said. But she was like, the version of you that can handle that is born in that moment, you know? So like maybe I don't think that I have the resources to be able to Mm -hmm. deal, the emotional resources to deal with something like divorce. But if that happened, like whatever the situation is, like we do Mm -hmm. kind of show up in a different way when those do happen. Always. Okay. Let's talk about the science of manifestation. Because this is really interesting. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So, and I always start by saying, like, I am not a scientist. So, you know, I was sort of preface with that. But what I know of the science of manifesting is that part of it is about neuroscience and part of it is about quantum physics. From a neuroscience point of view, the idea is that, and the studies have found, that when you visually rehearse something over and over again, your the subconscious parts of your brain basically prime itself towards reaching that goal. So you would filter out unwanted information that didn't align with that goal that you were visualizing over and over again. And similarly, you would seek out opportunities that were in line with it. So let's say that you were um, you kept doing a visualization meditation on this particular career goal that you had or a promotion that you had, you might find that your subconscious is more likely to overhear a conversation happening, you know, a hundred meters away where somebody's talking about the job opening because your subconscious is looking for information to align itself. So from a neuroscientific point of view, our brains are working for us. And I think that is just, that's why one of the first steps of manifesting is to be able to be clear in your vision either by doing a vision board, but also by doing visualization meditations regularly. Mm -hmm. The other part of it is really understanding that absolutely everything in the universe is energy. So we are energy. The chair that we're sat on is energy. Our thoughts, feelings, emotions, everything is energy. And around us, we have what's called the quantum field. And there's an experiment that was called the observer effect. And they found that if you 
observed atoms, they would behave differently than if they were not being observed. And so the idea from that is that what you focus on affects not only your quantum field, but then everything that happens outside of that. And then you have theories like the law of attraction, which is not quantum physics per se, but the law of attraction says that like attracts like. And so if you have high vibrational frequencies and you are operating at a high vibrational frequency, then you're more likely to attract high vibrational frequency things back to you. And as we said just now, different emotions and thoughts have different vibrational frequencies. So if you're sitting in low vibrational frequency thoughts and emotions, such as shame, anger, regret, guilt, then you're going to attract more of that back into your life. Whereas if you're operating at a high frequency and sitting in those emotions of gratitude, love, peace, acceptance, then you're going to attract more of that into your life. And that's why for me, you know, there's a whole step in my seven steps, which is gratitude without caveats, Hmm. because gratitude is such a huge part of this practice. It's not, you know, manifesting isn't just about reaching goals and attracting things. It's actually about realizing what you already have and making the most of the life that you're currently living in. So it's, I call it the manifesting sweet spot, which is knowing what you want whilst being entirely grateful for all that you already have. Mm -hmm. So how does one operate on a higher vibrational frequency? Like, (laughs) do you just I mean, you mentioned like visualization, meditation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Emmett Fox, The Golden Key. No, I haven't. Like so basically, it's whenever like any kind of negative thought enters your head, you think back to, I think with Emmett Fox, it was like God or the universe or whatever mm-hmm. like power you believe in. So it's this like training of your brain. And I think you do it for like a week or two. I can't remember. Mm. It's a little pamphlet, but I got it when I got sober. And it's just kind of like training you to not follow that negative thought, but to attach yourself to like, you know, trusting the universe or whatever it is. But what are some kind of tangible ways that people can and myself can operate at a higher (laughs) vibrational frequency? Well, gratitude is always the one I go to first because, you know, you have to remember that we can only ever have one thought at a time, which means that you can't be having a negative thought and a positive one at the same time. And so when we're having a negative thought or when we're starting to spiral, one way that we can stop that spiraling is to come back to this feeling of appreciation and come back to gratitude. And gratitude can be used at any time to instantly raise our vibration because we can always find something to be grateful for. And for me, I always see that there's three levels of gratitude. So you can be grateful for yourself and the things that you are, You can be grateful for the things in your life, or you can be grateful for universal things. So when you're feeling very lost and you're, you know, some people will say to me, oh, I'm really struggling to think of things to be grateful for, but there are things universally that we can all be grateful for. We can all be grateful for the ocean or the the sound of birds or, you know, seeing children play in a playground and that pure joy, like there's things that we can all be grateful for. So there's different levels of, of, gratitude that you can focus on but we can use that at any time so let's say if I'm feeling really stressed or I'm just having a shit day and I'm just can feel myself feeling like that low vibe angst then I basically will stop and I'll reel off all the good in my life just really quickly so usually if I'm with Wade I'll say Tim I just need to reel off the good and I'll just reel off everything good in my life until I literally feel myself shift out of it. And that for me is just an easy tool to use anytime. We can also use affirmations, of course, to replace thoughts just in the way we can stop and focus on gratitude. We can use a positive affirmation. So your thought is, you know, you've, let's say you've just left a meeting and you think, oh my God, I did terribly. And everybody was laughing at me and, you know, how we just tell ourselves the most horrible things. You can stop and say to yourself, I did my best. I am worthy. I am enough. I am calm, I am safe, whatever it is, but instantly your subconscious is going to hear that, hear the language you use and trust it to be true. So positive affirmations are a great tool to use. Another one that I love, and again, this is another step in my book, which is turn envy to inspiration. Mm -hmm. So envy is a really low vibrational emotion that all of us feel. Like we all get feelings of envy and envy is just fear in disguise, right? So 
it's a natural emotion. And, and I think we often we judge ourselves for feeling it. But what we should do is accept it, allow it to show us what still needs healing or allow it to show us what we still desire, what more of in our life. We should allow ourselves the space to kind of process that. And then we can turn it in, into inspiration. And that's a really quick mindset shift. So let's say that you see a couple on Instagram and you can just feel those pangs of envy. You're like, oh, you know, we, we've, all, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. But you can stop and you can reframe it and you can say, I'm so happy for them. I can't wait to experience that for myself. Mm-hmm. And that is just such a simple tool that we can use all the time. And I love this because it, I think as a community, the more that we do this, the nicer we are to each other. Yeah. We can learn to just be happy for each other's successes and be happy for each other and support each other. We take ourselves out of that low vibe envy and into high vibe inspiration. And we also just create a safer environment for us all to flourish. One thing that we all need to be taken care of is our gut. I know that I don't have to tell you guys this because I have so many guests on the show to talk about the importance of this topic, but it literally impacts everything from your weight to your mood to your skin, obviously your digestion. And because your gut houses up to 80% of your immune system, a healthy gut is truly the gateway to feeling your best. But unfortunately, our bodies are being attacked every single day. And there are things wreaking havoc on our gut health from stress to just eating really processed food to environmental toxins and so much more. But thankfully with Just Thrive Probiotic, it's now easier than ever to give your gut what it needs to thrive. Just Thrive's breakthrough award-winning probiotic is the only product on the market that's proven to turn your gut into an antioxidant factory. Yes, this probiotic actually produces antioxidants right in the gut. This means you get maximum immune, digestive, and total body health support. It's also vegan-friendly, gluten-free, dairy-free, histamine-free, and non-GMO. And the best part is you can open the capsule and sprinkle it into any food or drinks. I like to put it in a smoothie or put it in my oats. It is the perfect recipe companion to keep your whole family healthy. And they don't even have to know that they are taking probiotics. Just Thrive has been endorsed by some of the biggest health luminaries on the planet. And you can learn more by listening to either of my two episodes that I did with one of the founders, Tina Anderson. You can just search that in whatever platform you're listening to your podcast on. And this company is changing the game in the supplement industry. There's no fake marketing, no claims, just real scientifically proven results. So if you're looking for the best in gut health and immune support, choose the clinically proven award-winning power of Just Thrive Probiotic. You can save 15% off site-wide when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use the promo code BLONDE at checkout. Again, that's justthrivehealth.com and the code is BLONDE for 15% off site-wide. I have been talking so much recently to my friends and people really close to me about being in the present moment. It's really something that we're all trying to focus on instead of getting caught up in the past or the future. And I was talking to one person in particular about how we can remind ourselves of this and kind of commemorate this. And we were talking about having some kind of bracelet that we could either look at or touch whenever we had to remind ourselves to get back into the present moment. And I found the absolute perfect thing for this. And that is with Little Words Project. So Little Words Project is the original word bracelet brand founded on the belief of being kind to yourself and to others. Little words are made to be worn, loved, and one day passed on to someone who needs that word of encouragement more than you do. And the best part is each bracelet has a unique code on the tag that you can register on their website so you can track where your bracelet goes as it inspires from wrist to wrist. If you go to their website, you can check out all their different bracelets. They're so cute and so nice to add to a little stack of other bracelets. And you can make custom bracelets, which is such a nice gift idea. Obviously, we have holidays coming up. So 
This is a great option to add to your gift list this holiday season at an amazing price. And it's just something really cute and meaningful that you can do for your friends or a family member or whoever you want to share it with. So if you want to empower yourself and spread kindness to others with the original word bracelet, I have a special offer for my audience. Go to littlewordsproject.com slash blonde or enter the code blonde at checkout for 30% off your first order. This is the best offer you can get. It's a limited time only. So again, head to littlewordsproject.com slash blonde for 30% off your first order. You can also find Little Words Project at Target, Nordstrom, or one of their flagship stores. Thanks, Little Words Project. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story... You're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. .georgetown.edu/podcast Is there a step in the seven steps that you think like people miss most often or overlook or something that you found really particularly challenging? I think that the step people overlook the most is probably step 3 align your behavior mm. because there is this idea that you can think your way to something and nobody can. There is no substitute for hard work. You have to work on yourself, work on your healing journey, but then you also need to take action. You need to be stepping outside your comfort zone, taking risks and being the person that you want to become. I talk about in my book, this phrase called fake it till you become it, you know, which is just stepping into the character of yourself until you embody and become that person and yeah I think that's probably the one that's the most overlooked especially if I may say by Gen Z you know because I always get young people being like I'm gonna manifest passing my exams I'm like yeah you still have to revise you still have to show up (laughs) funny yeah it reminds me of something in recovery, which is like, you can't think your way into feeling better. You have to act your way into feeling better. Like it's all about action. You can think about it all day, but unless you like take, whether it's contrary action or just actions towards the thing that you want, like you're not going to get there. And that's so funny. I think there is, I see that so much like, oh, I'm manifesting. Like, I'm just going to sit here and (laughs) think really hard about it and then like leave the rest to the universe. Totally. Do, you, do you follow Joe Dispenza or I you love like, him? Okay. So he He's has incredible. a he has a morning meditation that I do almost mm. daily. And it's like just a 24 minute morning meditation that's on Spotify. And it's all about and I remember exactly what he says, but it's all about like focusing on the vision of your future instead of living in the past. And so you yes. sit there and for like 10 or 15 minutes. You're just thinking of your future. What do you want that to look like? And then he says, now, you know, look at yourself from above and look at the behaviors and the the things that you no longer want to embody. And so then you think about that. And 
you have this contrast of like, this is what I want and this is what I don't want. Mm. And he says, like, when you change your energy, you change your life. And it's crazy. I, I don't follow much of his work, but this meditation in particular, I swear by, because when I do Mm. it, my day is aligned with that vision of the future. And it's like, because you're setting your intention, you're making a, like a, you're seeing a goal in the, and then you work towards that direction, I think. Right. Absolutely. I love that. And, and actually what it really touches on is that letting go is a really big theme throughout the manifestation process. It's letting go of people, relationships, jobs, behaviors, patterns of thinking, letting go of what no longer serves our future self is, is constant. And so I think that sounds like the perfect meditation because it is about visualizing your future whilst understanding what you have to shed to get yourself there. Mm -hmm. So what is your morning routine? Like, how do you practice manifestation in your life? Do you do particular things in the morning? And then how do you kind of practice it throughout your day as well? Yeah, I get asked a lot about my kind of manifesting rituals, but I often get asked it as if the rituals are manifesting. And so I'm so glad you didn't because people always say like, how can someone manifest? You know, what's the, what should they do every day to manifest? I'm like, it's not something you do. You live and breathe this. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I think that's what I'm, I get so excited when people read my book because I think it becomes so clear that it is this full practice that I embody manifestation in everything that I do and the way that I show up every day and the way that I tackle challenges and overcome rejection or whatever it is, but there are rituals that support it. And a morning routine is definitely one for me because self-love is the driving force of manifestation. And having that really clear morning routine is an opportunity for me to insert three to four self-loving practices that set me up for the best day. So I always start my day repeating a positive affirmation, like literally as I open my eyes. And then I I go and have a mindful cup of coffee. Now to me, that is a self-loving practice because I've woken up early enough to be able to sit and enjoy coffee. And I love coffee. Morning routines don't have to all be journaling, meditating cross-legged. You know, they've got to work for you. And anything that gives you a chance to be mindful, present, and give yourself that self-love is a perfect morning routine. And so just incorporate two to three things. I mean, I also then do movement, a skincare routine, and I save my manifesting meditation for before bed. So every night before bed, I fall asleep to a visualization meditation. So yeah, those are kind of the things that I do day to day. But like I said, it's a it's a living, breathing practice. So is that deliberate? Because you mentioned that when you wake up, like you say a positive affirmation mm-hmm. and then before you go to bed. And isn't there something about like our subconscious as we're waking up and as we're falling asleep? Yes, exactly. As, as we're waking up and as we're falling asleep and when we're in a meditative state, our subconscious is more susceptible to positive messaging. So it's the most kind of powerful time to either use affirmations or meditations. I just do it that way around because that's genuinely what I prefer to do, but there's no right or wrong. And it's just finding what works for you and that you can then be consistent with. So if you feel like the first 10 minutes of your day, you actually really like to just sink into that meditation. As soon as you wake up, do that. Definitely. For me, I'm too excited for my coffee. So I just want to say my, my affirmations and get there, but do whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. That's like me with my matcha. It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. my, <laughs> that's the thing that I look forward to most. I get excited for it at night before I go to bed. <laughs> Oh my God, same. <laughs> Me and Wade always message each other. We're like, oh my God, how excited are you for coffee in the morning? <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I like to ask my guests one thing we should stop doing or could. Some people don't like the word should. Stop mm-hmm. doing today and one thing we should all start doing. Oh, I love that question. Mm-hmm. I think we should 
Stop. Okay, this is. I'll just say there's, there's so many things like I could say for this, but th- this is one just because I thought of. I've been thinking about it recently. I think we should stop playing small to make others feel more comfortable. Mm. I think that it really comes up a lot in people that I speak to and in, with clients is that as soon as they start to manifest things into their life or they start to see shifts, there's actually a real resistance because. And I don't, I don't actually know if, it's, if you would say it's the same in the US, but definitely here, I see that a lot of people just really try to play small to make others feel better because mm-hmm. they don't want to be put, put back in their box is mm-hmm. like that phrase, you know? Yeah. And I just think, no, we don't need to play small for anyone. Like we should all allow ourselves to just shine as brightly as we can. Would that be relevant for the US, do you think as well? Yeah, I think so. I think it's pretty universal. Yeah. <laughs> and that we should start doing self-celebration, celebrating the small wins and the big ones. But, you know, just taking that time to stop and just go, oh, I'm so proud of that. That's mm-hmm. a really cool thing I did. Or, yay, that, good for me. Like self-celebration. We don't need other people to like our posts or congratulate us. Like we should be able to do that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I love that because I think we are getting so dependent on like external validation and then always this feeling of not enoughness. Like, Mm. well, you know, it's like you can't even recognize the thing that you just did. You're always looking for the next thing. So I love that tip. Well, tell everybody where they can find you and buy your book and all of that. Oh, thank you. So it's um, Roxy Nafusi is my Instagram handle. And I think the book is Barnes and Noble, Amazon, and hopefully any major bookshop. (laughs) So yeah, please enjoy it and let me know what you think. And there's a hashtag manifest with Roxy as well. Love it. And the book is really easy to follow. It's not like big, dense, overwhelming information. It's broken down really beautifully into these seven steps and really applicable tips and all of that. So we'll link it in show notes as well. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. It was so, so lovely to chat to you. You too. Thank you. hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way, and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.